0: This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 247 of The Real Word.
1: Word is up. 247.
0: All right. We've got, we're getting into my favorite topic right off the bat with racket number one, pets. Landlords are charging tenants pet rent and $600 fees. Some pet owners already under pressure from rising rents are not happy. Nicole, mm-hmm. Apart- apartment owners point to increased wear and tear caused by furry friends, including the cleaning, maintenance, and landscaping of any maimed areas. Well, I was All waiting right?
1: for you to say that word.
0: Yeah, I, I saw it and I almost <laughs> freaked out. I was like, what is that? That's- I'm
1: sure you did.
0: I actually Your just got Your fingertips this-
1: went a little numb. Yeah, you were a little nervous.
0: So I downloaded this app. Yeah. It's called Elevate. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you like new words every single day. Oh and boy! You have to kind of like match up the meaning, so it's it's like a quick like you' quick get, like hitter. It's
1: giving you like a quiz, like a like a like a spelling bee every day, kind of.
0: No, you don't have to spell it. Like you're matching oh, up the but, meaning.
1: Wow! So, Look so at the you.
0: pronunciation and the meaning, and it's. So are 10 you are seconds.
1: you using your new words each day? What was your word uh, today? I just
0: start this. I just started this couple. I'm like a couple days in. Okay, I'm excited. I, I think to... as we go forward, a few weeks into. You know, more a new word every day is a there. lot.
1: I feel like I yeah. could handle maybe a new word a week, but every day—that's pressure.
0: The writers at BAM are already decades ahead of me, so I have—I'm playing catch up to get on to get on their level.
1: Why you're going to be a writer now? I didn't like you're adding well, that. I just—I just,
0: I just want to be smarter. I want to be speaking more intelligently. Huh. With better words. All right, let's get back into the pets, our let's furry friends. Let's just pronounce
1: words properly. Maybe we start there. Yeah, and we yeah. can start
0: there. Yeah. Okay, so Chris Ross, he's a 25-year-old cybersecurity analyst living in the Manassas, Virginia area. He's got mm-hmm. a four-year-old retriever mix, okay? Yep. I don't think I can name any rental complexes as far as corporate landlords or smaller landlords that don't engage in this practice, quote unquote, this practice, mm-hmm. at least not in my area, this practice of landlords raising the rent or having some type of pet rent fee. I kind of proceed with the assumption that everywhere is going to ask for a little more for a pet, a little more to a lot more, mm-hmm. okay? This was uh, this 25-year-old's comments who is a tenant, a renter, not a home owner. But commonplace or not, throwing down extra money for pet pet rent definitely does add to a growing list of reasons that a renter might feel pretty bitter about the whole rental situation. Ross goes on to say he currently pays forty five dollars a month in pet rent, which because he's owned Goose this this retriever mix mm-hmm.
1: Goose, I I wanted to name my dog Goose. Yeah,
0: I should name it Gray Goose.
1: Gray Goose. Gray Goose.
0: Like the, Tito like the was one
1: of the options, but the kids I, said no.
0: Here's what I'll say about Ross. Ross, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you, my man. You are following the, my golden rule, not just for golden retrievers, but for all pets. You should only name your pet an animal name. Goose would be an animal. You know, a, a goose is a bird, right? You should not be allowed to name pets human names like it's very confusing. like william
1: like not no yeah like, like
0: like bill like byron or byron or yeah. tom or yeah S- you know sarah Th- these would not be names sarah
1: that is yeah, really i see our i see our bam
0: writer sarah <laughs> in the that. background so i'm like here's my dog sarah okay <laughs> it's just it's so odd i like this ross you, you've You've named your dog Goose. Goose. I used to have, back in the day, I had a cat. I named him Gator, okay? Just, Isn't
1: that from uh, Top Gun too? Isn't the guy's name Goose on there? Yeah. And like Goose I, I and just, Maverick, I love it, yeah.
0: You just take another animal and you give – Bird. The, the name yeah. of the it's animal. Chicken. Yeah, you, you name your dog Chicken. You name it Elephant. You name it Giraffe. <laughs> Th- these are things that I think are acceptable, okay? Wow. Not not another human name. Anyway, so I – Uh, Props there to Ross. All right. So $45 a month in pet rent. He's owned Goose since 2019. Yeah. This has added up to nearly $2,000 in additional rent. This is a 59 pound dog uh, that he's had to add to the lease. It also required a $300 deposit. Ross said that $300 deposit is not refundable. It's meant to cover the purchase of new carpets I have never in my life been able to
1: find a carpet for three hundred dollars, but
0: no, I agree. So three hundred dollars is just going to get you started, yeah. As the landlord in replacing carpets, Nicole, yeah, your thoughts on because th- th- somebody in here, uh, we'll get. I'm, I'm going to br- give you some more quotes in the article. Yeah, please. S- somebody believes that there should be no uh, pet rent. You know, extra rent. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. you've got a pet. If there's carpets in the unit, would you move in to a unit to a house? Mm-hmm. I know we get it. You've lived in the same house since you were, you know, two months old. But if you were to move somewhere new, yes, and there was somebody else living there before you, it yes. wasn't brand new. Yeah, and there was a dog. There and you're, before- a, you're a new dog homeowner, mm-hmm. and you have rental property. But yep. would you move into a space
1: mm-hmm.
0: that a family and a dog were living in? and there's carpets in that space would you move in to it existing with just okay i've cleaned the carpets okay so i've got the rental i've cleaned the carpets this family before you had a 59 pound golden retriever would you move into that space and keep the carpets oh my
1: i don't i ha- i'd have to see the space i'd have to see the space i'd have to
0: carpets yes they were new yes. This fifty nine year uh, pound because I I've had so there for three years yeah I
1: mean I've had a landlord I had I've had tenants in my house before that have a dog pretty much the same thing probably probably this exact same dog this goose dog or whatever um, and. The dog was was very clean and it was fine. I was able to just bring a professional carpet cleaner in to clean the carpets. With that being said, though, I also knew the new tenants coming in were like a bunch of boys, like literally they were children, like boys, like 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 what make young twenties, and they were bringing in another dog, so. I I had zero intent on replacing those carpets knowing that another dog was going to be going in there. But once they moved out, I 100% replaced the carpets because there was no way that I was going to be able to rent it with dirty, smelly, gross carpets. So I also wanted a better caliber renter. So would I move it? Probably not. I would probably want new carpets just like I would want the walls painted and it cleaned. Yeah. I, so the answer is no, I would not move in.
0: Yeah. Me personally, there's not a chance I'd ever. No i mean i I would prefer never to move into a space that a dog has been living before me unless it's been completely gutted yeah the, these there are of-
1: like 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 new sheetrock too.
0: Or, you know, you can paint the sheetrock, but basically all the floors would have to come up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I refinished, refinished. the
1: hardwoods because, again, the, the the dog even urinated on my hardwood floors. So, like, I had to refinish hardwood floors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: dogs are low to the ground and they don't wear shoes and take them off at the front door. For you sure. know, they go outside, their paws are Dirty. in the mix. It could yep. be, you know.
1: hmm everything dirty things lots of things things. (laughs) which is why we all take our shoes off at the door
0: that's right yeah and so they're gonna track all that stuff in the house i don't know i find that i know people love their dogs and people it's almost like you know my crap doesn't stink type of mentality oh my you know people it's my ki-
1: dog yeah you
0: ever you've got a new dog are you french kissing this dog Yeah. No. tongue you no. know tongue down no. the dogs no thank
1: you thanks though the, thank you for well, the there's, visual there's, there's,
0: there's some people that do that and it's like they don't think their dog is carrying any germs i don't know yeah. maybe dogs can't pass germs morgan i don't know who's also a renter morgan asked market watch not to use their full name because yeah. they were concerned it would cause issues with their landlord so morgan pays 1600 dollars. For their two bedroom townhouse in uh, Lawrenceville, Georgia. It, so they move in in July. They had to fork over a security deposit worth two months of rent, mm-hmm. which included a $600 non refundable. Pet fee for their two cats. Cats can be destructive, right? I mean, cats can. They're
1: gross. Their cats are worse. Yeah, like the okay, kitty. Because then you're peeing inside. There's like litter. Yeah, the whole there, thing. There is you miserable.
0: go. So so $600 of non refundable pet fee for the two cats and the first month rent. On top of those costs, Morgan pays $30 a month in pet rent for their cat, Catechus Finch and Scout. Great names, Morgan. Love the names of the cats. You didn't go with. With something crazy like like Sarah, Sarah, you know, you don't want to do that. No. So, uh, but Morgan is the one that says uh, she personally does not think that pet rent should exist at all. And and if so, if it does exist, it should be scaled to the size of the animal. Okay. So I love how all of these tenants, all of these renters Mm -hmm. have all these opinions. Okay. There, there's a UK survey. Buy your own sur-
1: place. Rent, buy your own, rent your own. Put You be the landlord.
0: There's a UK survey. 85% of landlords and agents incurred damage to the property due to pets. But also, when surveyed further, 85%, almost 85%, 84% and change, said that they also had damage by adults. And 55% said they have damage by kids. So, kids are creating the least amount of damage. When according to this survey, mm. when you put them in the category of pets, adults and kids, kids have the least amount of damage, which is shocking to me. I, I watch my kids just walk around and destroy things. Right. Also, a low to the ground creature that creature. These, these low to the ground creatures mm. uh, can, can inflict a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me how many of these tenants have uh, so many opinions on what they should be charged for their pet. You know, you can make a rule before the show, you, you contacted an attorney for the state of Connecticut. And so state of Connecticut, for example, only two months of Rent, you cannot exceed
1: two months. So, I was sort of reading, I was listening to what you were saying. Um, because it sounds like they said part of her two months rent, part of that is non refundable. So, you could then technically do it that way. Maybe you're charging a a month and a half, and then you know, part of that
0: half a month non refundable is non
1: refundable. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm rarely if there is a pet and the amount of like you're rarely giving that deposit money back anyway because of the destruction. Um, but again, I don't mean to interrupt your thought there, but
0: no I'm, Every state's gonna be different on yes. how they deal with tenants and how they deal with if you can charge more, more yeah. For a pet rent.
1: Yeah, there can't be a pet They can't, And you're not allowed to call it a pet deposit either and
0: well, maybe in, in some states you can yeah So what you're yes. talking about is it's one particular state. state. Yeah, I wanted clarity
1: but, in Connecticut after reading this article Yes,
0: but but every state's going to be different in yes. the comments below What's this look like in your state? Can you charge a pet rent? Can you can you exceed two months of rent? And on top of that, put a pet fee in. And do you think landlords should? Now, what you can do, I, I'm certain across the board is you can, it, it's not discriminatory to say, okay, I'm going to rent out this space and I'm going to say no to pets. I advise new Landlords all the time and agents. What do you do in the comments below? I advise them to say no to pets. Okay, now it's going to. You can't
1: then ever go back on that though, because then someone can come after you. Well, you can
0: change the rules down the road on the next tenant if you want to change your rules and your policies. You certainly could do that. My my point is, if you're if you have a renovated space, okay, and and you're not comfortable with the 85% increased chance of incurring damage due to pets you could say no pets it's it's more manageable for a new landlord or you know somebody who's just getting started to be able to to create this policy you will though decrease your pool
1: 100%. by probably
0: over 50%.
1: Absolutely. So I think you're better off honestly just jacking up the rent assuming that there will be a pet and then welcoming the pet you've already worked the costs into your monthly expense. Then people aren't hustling and bustling over like oh I'm paying $30 more a month cuz again it's that the rent is what the rent is cuz I agree with you I mean you're you are eliminating a huge pool if, of people if you're not allowing a pet.
0: If you do allow pets in your rental, it's something you want in like the first line of your marketing. We take pets because a lot of times people that have a dog are striking out right. trying to find a place to rent. If, you, if you're if you a tenant, if you're a renter and you have this very strong opinion on whether landlords should be able to charge a pet fee, it's time for you to save up and Get Time into a, a place where you can become a homeowner, yeah. right? I mean, it's ridiculous that this Market Watch article has all these opinions from tenants on how they should be charged due to their pet. Nobody told you to get a pet. Nobody told you to be a tenant, by the way. So maybe you take those thousands of dollars you're investing into your pet And put them towards becoming a homeowner so you can make the rules of your land. You can be the king of your castle. You can be the queen. And you can make all the rules. And you can get as many pets as you want after that. As many as you you, want. You could even name them human names if you wanted to. When you have this sea of pets in your backyard, you could do whatever it is that you want. OK, well, what's
1: interesting, though, is then they'll be bitching that they have to replace their carpets every two years oh. and they're going to be pissed off that they have to do more fertilizer because they got brown spots in their backyard. Have yeah. you ever
0: have you ever gone to a listing appointment and so, for some reason, certain dogs will do this? They'll just like chew the trim on the side of the doors. They just like bite the, the trim and, and yeah. you just see like all the paint chipped off and just nothing but doggy bite marks on the bottom of these doors and then, and then the, the homeowner will say to you do you think i should have that replaced mm-hmm. uh hello you think anybody wants your chewed up wood from you know doggy do i don't think anybody Doggy-Doo. wants that i mean
1: from goose no from no goose
0: little wants. goose nobody wants goose's teeth no marks
1: Goose's teeth marks
0: how how clean has your new dog been
1: oh uh, he's great He's, he's great. great. Okay. I've, I have though a limit. I have rolled up because I have hardwood floors, but I have rolled up all of my like throw rugs. So yeah, those are rolled up in, in, I'm storing those away until we're, we're well into this. So yeah, but he's been great. I can't complain.
0: Dogs are a lot of work. A lot of work. It, it It's hard work and people love their dogs and, and people are paying more. Every single year to have a dog, you know, doctor bills, Bills. higher rent, all of this kind of stuff.
1: I think you can get insurance on these things. I mean, it's.
0: Yeah. It makes more sense to be a homeowner to me. If you've got a dog, two dogs, a couple cats, whatever, Uh, I'd consider that, you know, I'd consider that for agents to, you know, educate any tenants that they know with, with dogs, these rising rent costs. All right. What we all need more of maybe isn't pets, but it's definitely more listings. It's why, Nicole, you and I have decided to invest in PropStream. You can do the same by trying it for free. There's a seven-day free trial in the link below. We all need more listings right now. You can create these smart lists and get contacts for as little as 10 cents a contact. Uh, You can search on-market, off-market listings, pre-foreclosure filings and public auctions. You can target cash, buyers, high equity, mortgage and interest rates, free and clear properties. How about targeting people who own the property outright? Uh, maybe you can s- score a deal for yourself, Nicole, an investment or somebody who's in a position where they can list the property. Bankruptcy filings, divorce filings. 2023, divorces are going to be on the up and up. up and they're going to be skyrocketing. I don't know if "up and up" was the right term, but they are going to be trending up, which creates listing opportunities for people ahead of the game. Use PropStream to find all this data. Seven-day free trial.
1: Wait, so you can really search by divorce,
0: divorce flippers, pre-probate, wow, zombie properties, senior owners. There are a number of quick, smart list prop streams created. You can create your own smart list as well. Check that out in the link below. Seven day free trial for Prop Stream. All right, Nicole.
1: Pop it like it's hot.
0: Inman article, racket number two. Open Door is where Zillow offers was one year ago. This is an article by Mike Pretti. A year ago, Zillow offers was in a similar position to where Open Door now finds itself. And Zillow shut down its eye buying operations. We know that. Happened a year ago when they were in this position. Uh, here's why the path forward might be different this time. So Delpretti is not predicting that Open Door will go the way of Zillow offers and shut its doors. Open Door obviously has cornered the i-buying market. They, it, when it when it comes to prop tech around i-buying, not your local flipper or your local you know buyer of properties direct from consumers, but the big you know company in the marketplace open door that they, they own it all. All right, so let's mm-hmm. just look at quarter 3 2022. Let's compare it to quarter 3 2022 uh, 2021 21. rather. So mm-hmm. Open Door's quarter 3 this year to Zillow offers quarter 3 of 21. And We can put this uh, table up, Bobby. So net loss Open Door this past quarter 3 928 million dollars they lost in quarter 3 almost a billion
1: hopefully they bought one of those powerball tickets i mean yeah that's over a billion you, right now
0: did you see the scandal last night
1: well it's not a scandal it sounds like all 48 lotto divisions have to have all of their numbers in before yeah. they can pull it and one state did not biggest, have all of their sales in
0: i think it's the biggest powerball drawing of all time Ever, and of now all they time. They, de- they delay it on they election it. day i it, love it's it just, it's just crazy to me okay so open door almost a billion dollar net loss in quarter 3 2022 zillow offers 422 million quarter 3 of 21 so more than half okay yep. for uh, of a net loss for open door write downs 573 million open door 304 million zillow offers net loss per home sold quarter 3 of 22 for open door $42,000 net loss per home sold 39,000 for open door so very similar on per home sold yep, the net lost. loss right right down per home 34,000 to 30 1,000. Last week, OpenDoor announced that it lost nearly a billion dollars during the third quarter of the year. Uh, the result of selling too many homes at a loss. That'll do it.
1: That, that will do it. That might,
0: <laughs> that might do it, Open Door. Makes
1: sense. <laughs> uh, so
0: why it matters exactly one year ago, Zillow faced a similar situation and they sub-sequentially uh, sub- sub- sequentially shut it down. The cause and effect in each case is similar with nearly Identical financial implications, but the paths forward differ. Okay. So Zillow's net loss of this $928 million for uh the quarter is more than double. Uh, but it's a matter of scale. They, s- they sold twice as many homes, so they're just selling more homes mm-hmm. Adam, at this at this net at this loss, loss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh also the write down per inventory is nearly identical, but obviously more homes. Okay. Uh here here's what I think nicole yeah uh I, I think it's it's almost impossible for another i buyer to come in and like take the brand that open door has you can you might argue that well well who wants this billion dollar loss in a in a quarter okay you, you could definitely argue that i think that what i've been saying has been right all along this isn't a market maker this isn't going to take over of the market. All of those predictions were absolutely insane. Everybody who's invested in open door is feeling the brunt of it. Zillow, it's a win here. They got out early. Mm -hmm. I think Zillow is going to be somebody in in the next five years, when you look at their stock that you're going to say, okay, they've really come back in a big way. They've got open door right where they want them as a partner. Open door needs Zillow. They need the, the leverage that Zillow has of being a platform that everybody uses, and they don't have to be in the risky business of eye buying right I, I said this on a previous real word, open door could maybe use these losses now to recoup cash and come back into the market. We're going to hear starting at least as early as tomorrow that the recession has started in this country in a big way. We had a technical recession, everybody swept that under the rug, and now the Fed and everybody else we get past midterms, they're going to say, hey, the recession's a real thing and housing is at the front of it. And so you may see, you're likely to see a lot of forecasters are saying you will see deals in a lot of cities, okay? Phoenix is one of those areas. And you might see Open Door come back into these markets and buy even more inventory at a discount uh, with the money that they just took a loss on, but they recouped cash, Okay. Uh, key learnings. It's very challenging for an iBuyer to respond to sudden market volatility. Okay, so that this would go against what I just said, especially changes in home price appreciation. Or it points towards why they took these big losses. At the desired scale, iBuyers want to operate at the results of downward pricing pressure can be financially catastrophic. Asset light not buying the actual house is taking more prominence in the evolution of iBuyer business. So actually not buying it. But this po- uh, power buyer model has been popular with some of these uh, newer companies while Zillow offers folded, open door has no choice but to continue on in a challenging and volatile market, making adjustments to his business model as it goes. One thing is clear to me mm-hmm. going forward, any eye buyer and open door leading the charge is going to have to charge exorbitant fees to the consumer to one day be profitable right this is good for us as agents open door being an option for consumers to look at and say okay i have one buyer here i'm not testing the market i'm not getting the highest price possible for my home and oh by the way i have to pay an extremely high fee because Said company, Opendoor, has to make up for all these losses and someday, one day down the road, become profitable. This is good for the agents that know how to explain this to consumers and know how to show other options to the people in their community. I think what's happening with Opendoor opens up huge opportunity for the agent community. Nicole, I think Opendoor's always been a racket. This is further proving my point of that. Your thoughts.
1: I 100% agree. The whole, yeah, I mean, a billion dollar loss. I, I don't even know how you continue on, but- yeah, no, the whole thing's been a racket from the very beginning. I agree though. I mean, I we've I mean we've been talking about this for I mean, years though, Byron. You know, some I've been laughed
0: at for years on YouTube by market maker experts who well, invested yeah. their money in I mean, into Inman, Opendoor. I think in
1: Brad one year thought that that the iBuyer, I think that was twenty twenty, right before the pandemic, he, that was one of his predictions that iBuyer was gonna be a majority. But but regardless, I do again we've been saying for at least a year or two years that you know some Somehow having your own creative sort of open door option within your business should absolutely be part of hey, you, your marketing. How, how so can you
0: undercut them in your local market? They're Listen, they paid $63 million as a fine. Their fees better be transparent going forward. So you're going to have the opportunity to know transparent fees, be able to undercut them, be able to show your value as the local expert and why you the consumer can benefit more using your services there's so right. many advantages to a big company like this stumbling their way through learning the real estate market with a bunch of degrees that don't know the market making decisions for them you know a bunch of paper university plaques are deciding how they buy and sell homes oh and their and their algorithm of course that there's that too all right all right. Let's, ready? Let's, this is the biggest left, middle, right segment I ever. I think we do that
1: every week. Every week.
0: now this is the biggest one because it's on election day. So the, the final segment of The Real Word, left, middle, right, we started doing this a couple months ago. This is the headlines in politics. Real estate entrepreneurs and agents need to know right now. Nicole, what do we have on this midterm election day
1: so, from the Wall Street Journal, we have gambling marijuana, and taxing the rich will be on midterm ballots
0: okay let's break it down marijuana the devil's lettuce, as some say the, the devil's
1: lettuce <laughs> some
0: did may you just, say some did may you say just make that up no that's a thing that's you a real say part.
1: that that's Bobby Bobby see that you Bobby you steal,
0: says that you Look, stole that
1: from Bobby, oh good, my lord,
0: good little boys who went to Bobby, did you go to Catholic school or something?
1: No. No, He's from Long Island. Do they even have Catholic schools on Long Island?
0: Of course they do. (laughs) Probably Irish Catholic schools. Anyways, uh, according to CNBC, Nicole. Yes. The five states that are going to be voting today on marijuana, Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, North Dakota, and South Dakota, Okay. Interestingly enough, we just released a BAM article just this past week. 69% of Americans would buy a home within a one-mile radius of a cannabis dispensary. From 2014 to 2019, home values increased $22,888 more in cities with legal retail dispensaries than in cities where recreational cannabis was illegal, 52% of those surveyed would consider buying a home right next door to a cannabis dispensary 70% mm-hmm. of those surveyed would pay at market rent or more for a house near a cannabis related amenity 22% would actually pay above market rate here here's my argument i think that the debate on whether marijuana should be legalized or not is it's over okay all 50 states should probably get on board with this there's enough data now on the tax benefits for each and every state for doing this. And then I think once all 50 voted in, you'll see the federal government come in and make this, you know, legal across the board. There's no data that points towards it destructing home values. If there was data that point, you know, pointed towards that, I'd be against it, of course, as as a real estate entrepreneur and professional. Um, Anything that That decreases people's home values. I'm against. There's no data that points towards that. There hasn't been any significant data on accidents increasing. There hasn't been significant data on crime or anything like that. So it's been net positive across the board. So I would say in those five states, go vote it in. Okay, And, and if I'm a, if I'm listen, if I'm a real estate entrepreneur, I'm I'm in favor of that vote. Anything that can increase taxes without increasing income or property taxes is good for the community, okay? Uh, Let's go to legalizing sports betting, okay? In California, they they are looking to increase sports betting. This, according to the Wall Street Journal... Is, has been a huge uh, point of contention, okay? So FanDuel and DraftKings, they've poured $160 million into Proposition 27, but they faced uh, vigorous opposition from California's gambling tribes, gaming tribes, which spent $220 million opposing it. So almost a half a billion dollars in this Proposition 27. California, obviously enormous state they legalize sports betting it's a huge win to me for californians because it increases taxes on something that's happening without them okay so you know people are going to my argument has always been on sports betting it should be legal everywhere because people are going to bet on the nfl whether the government's involved or not they're going to do it with their bookie all right nicole what your thoughts on those two Marijuana well, I mean, and, and gambling. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I, I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, especially the marijuana side. I agree with you in terms of being able to make some money off of it. I mean, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? People are gonna, you know, have an edible and fall asleep. I mean, it's, it, it, it you know, I mean, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, you could do that. It happens. Edibles are dangerous. I'm not. Kids, don't do drugs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Na- now we got the next one: taxing the rich. Okay. This is where. A state that takes this too far could lose residents. I would encourage everybody, I've pointed people towards this website before. Go to How Money Walks, click on the tab, explore the data. California is looking at increasing taxes on personal income of $2 million or more. Well, California is on every state is on this this uh, map of how money walks. California has lost eighty two point three two billion in annual AGI. A wealth migration study all over the last twenty years. So wealth is walking out of California. Okay, we've heard from a number of agents where this isn't positive long term for the health of their real estate economics. Okay. If if this passes, that could be bad for California. Massachusetts, the Wall Street Journal says, is uh, considering or, or they're having a vote today. They're not considering it. It is something that Massachusetts residents will be able to vote on. They're weighing wh- whether to add a 4% tax on personal incomes of a million dollars or more, bringing the total rate for that bracket to nine percent income tax funds would go towards education and transportation in that state massachusetts also one of the states where like connecticut like new york where you're seeing wealth exit the state so it's in red on this how money walks you put up you can put up the chart too uh on that one bobby if you're watching on on youtube okay You can see that the Southeast sector of the country is in green, Florida, Texas, Nevada, Tennessee. These are no state income states. Okay. No state income tax. They're seeing wealth migration flock, which means, you know, there's going to be more property taxes. There's going to be more, you know, if there's sales tax, more sales tax in these states, they're, they're gaining, residents. So those ones, if I'm a real estate professional in Massachusetts, I would definitely be talking to to my clients that are making over a million dollars, getting a consensus, but I'd be cautious to support that. Maybe neighboring states, Nicole, maybe a Connecticut is going to see some million plus earners.
1: Yeah. Maybe start working the border. Maybe get, if you're a mask, get your license work, in Connecticut.
0: Work the border. <laughs>
1: work the borders. Yeah.
0: You might see some folks leave Mm -hmm. mass and go to Connecticut because they can commute. You've seen that with some folks in, in New York, certainly the pandemic to our point on last week's rear word, it fueled that migration. Uh, you definitely saw New Yorkers say, you know what? I, I can live a better lifestyle in the burbs of CT get out of the city. And Oh, by the way, avoid that city tax pay far less in income tax even though connecticut is still one of the highest and you know that if you add up accumulative cumulative tax connecticut and illinois are in the top two so maybe somebody from mass would say well accumulative cumulative tax they'd have to do the math on whether this extra four percent is going to push them over the edge if they're a million plus earner your your thoughts on all of that where do you stand on the gambling where do you stand on uh the weed and where do you stand on taxing the rich? Which one of those three are you fully supportive of
1: well i'm fully support i mean i I, i'm fully supportive of the marijuana side i mean right now i mean even in our state it's now legal here but you still have to cross the border to get it so right now you know again mass is 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 certainly getting connecticut's money in that regard so
0: recreational though in connecticut will start in 2023 so yes
1: it's coming for sure but again as of this moment right now you have to go to massachusetts and again, they've, they've have them beautifully positioned, right? right again, they're working the border. They're working, working certain, the border. And, and, and maybe, the
0: border. and to your point, maybe Connecticut does that for these million plus earners. Uh, if Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, and the two Dakotas all vote in marijuana, like Connecticut did uh, a couple of years ago, there will be a long, you know, timeline before Process, they get yeah. up and running. You yep. got to get the licensing out. You yeah. got to make sure there's due diligence with these licensees, yep. to, you know, how they're going to run the dispensary, how they're going to run, uh, you know, everything. But why would you give these tax dollars to another state? It makes sense to keep it in-house if you can. Sure. You know, you, you wouldn't ban liquor, which is more dangerous than alcohol and, and let another state uh, get all the tax benefits. People are going to drink anyways. I, th- that, I think that was proven what a hundred years ago that people are going to drink no matter what you do. Yeah.
1: yeah when was the pro?
0: I'm referring to the prohibition, yeah. Nicole.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm hearing you, but I I didn't know I was going to be quizzed on dates.
0: Nicole, <laughs> we're we're doing a little prohibition holiday party, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're yes, our Christmas party is at like a it's a it's spirit. holiday
0: party, Nicole. Uh, a holiday. I'm sorry. It's our a holiday party. Okay? Our holiday. There's other holidays 90. that. We're our, celebrating. Yes.
1: Our holiday party is at a speakeasy. It's called yeah. 1928. Yes.
0: Good. Okay. Yep. Anyways. To 30, 30, 30. Uh, yeah. When,
1: so we'll, we got to give a little, we got to give our, we have to get our, Um, you have to like knock on the door and you have to give like a little code word. Yeah, and give then, the code. Yeah. Yeah. I like yep. that. Yep. All
0: right. All right. Uh, let us know your thoughts on all, all these topics. If you're watching this day of release, listening to it, on the pod. I would love for you to go out and vote. I've got my little vote sticker on, vote. uh, you know, vote. and Definitely. check your
1: Powerball tickets. They picked, they picked a, they picked the numbers. They finally picked those numbers. Oh, maybe wow. Can, yeah.
0: I don't have maybe, a power. Did you get a ticket?
1: I it's so funny. I didn't, we were out to dinner with a, a couple last night. And during dinner, the husband was like, I'll be right back. And he ran to he Mobile. left dinner he to left go get dinner it because we were, it, I so think they got
0: in his car. Where were you eating dinner?
1: We, we you know, we were right down at, uh, we were down at Amarone's. So he... he had to get
0: in his car to go. No, dinner. well,
1: he walked home because we were with the Connelly's. He walked home, got his kid's bike. Well, oh, this is after,
0: <laughs> this is after dinner, not during dinner. You well, made it I mean, sound it, like mid dinner.
1: Well, we were, we were still sitting at you, our you table. Guys were, you guys were having after restaurant. dinner drinks. You guys were having we after were dinner drinks. We were definitely having after dinner drinks, but yeah. they, they were closing sales at 10. So he bolted on his bike and, Got himself a ticket, and it says uh, there was a winner, a two point three million dollar winner in Stratford. So I'll have to find uh, out if he rode his bike to Stratford. I don't think you know? he, I don't think he
0: did. That would have been a long. I don't think he would have made it home. That no, night.
1: he wouldn't have made it home. No. Knowing
0: how, knowing how you guys uh, consume the dinner, liquids uh, after during dinner, during the dinner,
1: after dinner drinks, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No anyway. no during dinner edibles though. It's not, no,
1: yeah. no, 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 no. It's
0: not no. fully recreational. In, no. C T. Okay. No. Love your thoughts below. Consider subscribing. I would love for you to subscribe to the Bam YouTube. If you're listening on a pod, a review would be much appreciated. Love you guys. Love doing this show. And we'll see you next week on the greatest podcast in real estate history. History.